Martyrs and Missionaries is a production of Revive Studios. In this episode, we are covering the top five favorite episodes of 2021 for not only Martyrs and Missionaries, but also for the sister podcast, Revive Thoughts. Troy, how are you doing today? Did you have a good Christmas? We had a great Christmas. We enjoyed ourselves for the most part. It was very different. Went to a beach and it was sunny. And one of Elisa's Christmas gifts was to ride a jet ski. And we also <laughs> did, we did not say this, but we have cool. Elise in the studio with us right now doing this episode yes. of Revive Thoughts as well. Uh, and she this this episode will be on Martyrs and Missionaries, her podcast. And we will be t- covering the top five uh for those of you who don't know, if you've never been a part of this, we go through the top episodes of 2021, the ones that we think are your best yeah. Not necessarily the most listened to. Not necessarily the most listened to, yeah. but kind of like our favorites. What are what are our favorite episodes of the past year? Yeah. And for Elise, we decided we wanted to include Martyrs and Missionaries in that top five list as well. And so if you're listening to either one of our shows and you're wondering, where do I begin? Where's a good place to start? This uh, this can maybe be a list of episodes to help you get started. But Joel, I'm throwing it back to you. How was your Christmas? My Christmas was great. Was great. Both of uh, my wife's and I parents are in in the area, and so we get we get two Christmases where we go to to one uh, house uh, on one day, and then uh, in laws on the other. Um, and so we have a little uh, year and a half year old son, little boy now, and so this was his first like Christmas that he could actually experience. Uh, the excitement of of being given gifts, uh, and so he had a blast, and it was a it was a pretty good Christmas overall, uh, pretty nice. And yeah, listener, if you are listening to, uh, you know, I'm Joel, I'm Re- I'm I'm on Revive Thoughts, so I'm assuming you already know everything about Revive Thoughts, but you may not. You might be listening to this on the Martyred Missionary uh, feed. Either or, if you guys don't know, there is another show called Martyrs and Missionary. If you're not listening to it. Uh, you should definitely subscribe. Elise hosts that, and she does a great job. Unlike Troy and I, she actually has a, a beautiful radio voice that sounds <laughs> that sounds really good. Um, and if you're on the Martyred Missionary feed, Troy and I do a show called Revive Thoughts, where we talk about old sermons, and then we listen to uh, a recreation of that sermon read by volunteers from the community so it's a pretty neat feed and we also have another show called revive devos which is hosted by our friend nathaniel who's not on this uh not on this episode but um every day he reads a little short two-minute devotional from uh people from church history just a little just a little encouragement to get your day going give you something to think about uh, for that day so we got revive thoughts we got martyrs and missionaries and we have revive devos all shows you can search for in your feed uh, and uh, are brought to you uh, by the Revive Studios. Yeah, and Revive Devos, uh, we definitely want to encourage you to subscribe to that one. We have people 
who have been following our shows, who like Martyrs and Missionaries, who follow Revive Thoughts, who still don't know about Revive Devos, which is a daily devotional, and it's brought to you by teachers from the past that are wonderful. So it feel it fills a need, I think. People often look for like a little devotional they can enjoy, but you never know what you're going to get listening to stuff today or looking up books today. This mm. is trustworthy content from people you can kind of help rely on that we think will encourage you in your walk with uh, God. But honestly... This episode too is not just going through the top episodes for each podcast. It's also an episode where it's also an episode where we can uh, kind of highlight how this year has gone for us. And honestly, this has been a really, really good year for Revive Studios. We, I, I did not realize just how good this year was going for us until I was kind of looking at the downloads across the entire studio from Martyrs and Missionaries, Devos, and Revive Thoughts together, and that was when I was really blown away. We we've been doing. Um, just a really an amazing year. God has really blessed us. We, we've gone up, I want to say, uh, well over 200,000 downloads across the studio, which if you're not much of a podcaster, you don't know, that's okay. But it, for us, this was double what we did yeah, in 2020 good. and 2020 was a really good year for us as well. So this feels like really significant growth. And we've also added successfully, I would say, Elise's show, Martyrs and Missionaries, which has just been I, I think filling a need, and a lot of people have been really enjoying that. And at least we have been very happy that you've been helping us with that. Yeah, no, it's a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it, and it actually seems both longer and shorter than just being on for a whole uh, for a year. So it's been really exciting. <laughs> there you go. So we have a lot of shows, and we here at the Revive Studios, we are also working on more. So we're I'm very excited for 2022, and some of the things that we have been cooking up that. Took a little while. Um, if this is, you know, if we're using the metaphor, you know, we, we laid the, the chicken eggs a while ago waiting for them to hatch. That's like the weirdest <laughs> metaphor ever. Anyway, but there's some really fun stuff, some really cool stuff that's coming in the year 2022. Um, I'm finally getting really into another Revive Thought Deep Dive. Revive Devos is back in full blast for those who got kind of put on pause for a while when Elise and I were moving to Cambodia. So a lot of things are going very well. And we have a merch store, which we promised ages ago and now is officially up. I've been collecting photos from people who have been like in merch gear and stuff and we're going to be posting that up soon but they look really good and i wear our revive thoughts shirts a lot just because it's a con- it's a cozy soft shirt not because i'm that guy um but also it is a cozy soft <laughs> shirt so i put it on a lot uh so if you have not ordered one i've not gotten one um you should definitely do so but this has been a great year we've had a lot of fun uh and yeah i i and you guys as a like you who are listening right now you have sent us so much feedback so many emails and comments and messages i it very encouraging i feel like and not a week goes by where we don't at least hear from somebody telling us wow that was really what i needed to hear and sometimes it's many more than just one person and so it's been really encouraging to just see how many people are being affected by uh different stories from the past and different sermons from the past but without any further ado i vote we go ahead and get started and get cracking and we'll go one at a time. Each of us give our top five. Now, Joel and I have not crossed over our mm-hmm. lists. And I feel like every year we have one episode where we both agree it is our favorite. Mm-hmm. Or it is the one that we think needs to be on this top five list. But other than that, for the most part, Joel and I do not cross over usually yeah. at all. We might, we might have some, some crossovers here because we have not compared lists uh, previously. We have not at all. So it says top ten, but it could end up being it could literally be top seven or something if we cross yeah. over too many times. But that, but I, man, picking a favorite revive thought episode for me is excruciatingly hard because there are so just so many good ones, so many episodes I love that it's like it, it is it is genuinely um, it, nearly impossible for me to do so. 
so yeah, but I, go ahead, Joel. Go ahead and hit us with your fifth. You know, your your, okay. your number five for the top Working five. Way back what, down. what do you think it is? Ooh. And this is this is a tough uh, year to do this because I feel like we had a we had a, a really good year. Like just uh, just from my point of view, is as far as like interesting sermons and like really. Really fascinating sermons. I feel like there was a, a good. Uh, it's been a it's been a longer year. I was looking back through our list, and I'm like, wow, we aired this one this year and this one this year. Um, they all came in pretty good, but I'd probably go. I'm going to put Livingston on there. The 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 sermon called Boom. "Who Will Carry on the Work" by David Livingston. It uh, published on June seventeenth of twenty twenty one. I like it, it's the second one we've done on Livingston with Livingston uh, and. I really, uh, I really enjoy his. He's he's very blunt. He's he's very like straight uh, down to earth. I'm gonna I'm gonna get the information out there. You guys hear it like it is, um, and it's also fascinating because there's not a lot by him out there that you know. I think we call him like a spiritual speech because they're um, kind of like pep talks. They're not even like it's not it's not a formal sermon that was preached at a church, um, and so definitely I think one worth checking out. What do you think, Troy? Definitely in there. I didn't put it on my top five. That was partially because I wondered if you were going to put it on your top five, mm-hmm. so I didn't want to overly cross over. Um, it's an extremely good episode, and I love David Livingston. We technically have done both of his official speeches, which were kind of given back to back. And last year, I put David Livingston as my number one, so that was also another reason I didn't want to put him in my top five, just because I already used him last year. But I really love David Livingston. Elise was actually the one who we crossed over. That was an episode we crossed over with Martyrs and Missionaries. So yeah, she fun. helped give the backstory on him, too. He's I, truly an incredible, incredible human being. So if you've not listened to that episode and listened to his backstory, make sure you do. But for me, my episode is a little bit different. I want to make sure I'm getting this there. Okay, so number five, and I don't know, I don't know if this was, I, I did really, really, really enjoy the sermon, so I don't want to down, downcast the sermon, but I also super loved his uh, story itself, um, Savonarala and the Bonfire of Vanities. I loved his story of trying to stand up to the Catholic Church and all the things that he got involved in. And then his sermon itself, I, I've used, like, a, there's a certain section of his sermon where he talks about how the world recognizes their own and Christ stands out. And if the world isn't having a problem with you, it's because it recognizes you as one of your own. I have used that example so many times, I feel like, in the last year, where I'm like, well, that's probably because the world recognizes that one as their own or something mm-hmm. like that. So it definitely, that part stood with me and it stood with me the entire year. So I think that one's a number five for me. Yeah, that was a good one. Savonarala is a weird dude, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is it my turn? Yes. Oh, yes. at least you're up. Oh, here I go. Here I go. Okay, so I didn't originally put mine in any kind of like, you know, like highest to lowest, or I guess mm. lowest to highest. Um, no but particular I will, order. Yeah, but I will now because I feel like there's some pressure. Uh, but I also feel kind of weird because I'm like, you know, they're missionary stories, and I'm like, you just didn't, you're, you're exciting as <laughs> so-and-so. Uh, okay, so the first one for me for number five is Annie Taylor. And she was a missionary to Tibet, kind of, sort of. Um, in the early 1800s, and her story is just really, really cool. Like, when you read her book, um, she's much more of a, like, a, I don't even know if it's, like, a botanist. She's kind of into, like, the weird details of her story. So you kind of kind of weed through, like, the different kinds of plants in order to get to, like, I don't know, being chased by wolves or whatnot. Um, but she has a really cool story, and it kind of one of those stories where she's a really bristly human being, and not all the people could get along with her. But that same tenacity is what kind of helped her to even think about or even attempt to go to Tibet, which 
I mean, it was it was closed off back then, you know, much like it is today. Um, so yeah, it's really cool. Wonderful. You said Annie Taylor, right? Annie Taylor. Yep. Uh, the Lassa. It's called Lassa for the Lord. No, no relation to Hudson Taylor, episode. right? No, actually, surprisingly, they're both from there, Britain. There's Taylors out in the world. Yeah. No, that's a great episode. I remember when I listened to because I listened to all of Elise's episodes before she puts them out. And I actually listen to almost all of her Vive Thoughts, except when we don't have time. So I listen to all of them. And Annie Taylor getting nearly assassinated, like, multiple times. It was crazy. That That is an intense story. All of Elise's shows, stories, to be fair, are crazy. But I just remember going, like, I would have definitely given up a little bit earlier than her. <laughs> all right, Joel, swinging it back to you. Number four in your list. What do you got? Yeah, speaking of uh, Taylor, I'm putting Hudson Taylor on there. A sermon titled <laughs> Abiding in Christ, which aired July 1st. Uh, you, you gotta love Taylor, man. That faith missions. He's a uh, he's so hardcore, and I feel like he always knows like just the right thing to say to get you hyped up about uh, taking your faith seriously and and getting off to the couch. And uh, he's pretty encouraging, uh, pretty encouraging guy all around. Yeah, I love Hudson Taylor. He's definitely a hero of the faith for me. And his sermons. I'm really sad because, and I don't want to say we'll never have Hudson Taylor on again. But as far as we've had three different sermons of his on Revived Thoughts, we've had Compassion on the Multitude, we had the Abiding in Christ, and we had his very first one with us. Man, I'm trying to remember what it was. Oh, Source of Power. All three of them are wonderful. The gentleman who does the Hudson Taylors for us, uh, Dr. Dobbs, he was a professor of ours at Calvary. He's wonderful. He does a great job uh, with them. But at the same time, I have so scoured Hudson Taylor's writings that it will be difficult mm. to find another episode of his for us to do i'm hoping to you know pray if you're out there listening pray we find another but yeah it's gonna be tough because you know hudson taylor spent most of his time on the front lines doing missions work people weren't writing down his things so the next time you listen to or hear about hudson taylor it might have to be on elise's show because we might not be able to do him again on revive thoughts just because of how uh how few of his writings and speeches exist Crazier things have happened, though. We've we've yeah, we have uncovered have. some pretty cool sermons that we are almost certain that no one else has heard for like oh, hundreds of years. For sure, no. That is one of the fun things about Revive Thoughts. If you're listening to our show, maybe you're kind of a casual listener and you think all of these speeches and things are well known. Absolutely not. Some of these things we truly have unearthed and brought to light. I, I can I can actually even point. There are episodes where I don't think anyone can ever even find that sermon again. Uh, because the library like took the book down or something like that. So like we have truly a very special list of servants. God sometimes I think just brings them to us in really unique ways. Uh, those David Livingston ones. I mean, there are just so many where like these things are hard and difficult to get to, and we pull them back out. It's a lot of fun to do it. It can be a real pain because I have to edit a lot of these things, but it's definitely uh, worth doing. And yeah, a lot of t- a lot of times when you hear something on our show, it is truly being like brought back to life from an old manuscript or a book somewhere that no one has touched in eons so it is really it is really something cool to be a part of all right number four for me moving forward oh can you hear that weird sound that we keep hearing not on my end what is it i have no idea it's like someone moving furniture you hear that yeah, there's nobody like in your building We've never heard this but yeah there is no upstairs to our house but it sounds like somebody moving a chair like over the floor above us so i don't know if a snake is up there or what but anyway well, all right i'll jump terrifying. back in i got, I got one it is, especially because our students told us the story of like one time the roof had a lot of rain and like a hole formed, like like a the 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 roof got weak and a snake fell through in the middle of class and fell like on the ground in front of Bro, all the students. You, you are making me wig out, man. Like that is 
Uh, literally, I've had nightmares like that. Yeah. Well, the other night, our nightmare came true where it was like 2 a.m. And as we were getting back, we turned the lights off and there was a giant spider in the corner of a room. It was huge and we had to kill it. I had to throw a shoe at it to knock it. It was a whole fight. This, oh my gosh, it was awful. And it was something nightmare. personal too, because it was like uh, above my side of the bed. And it yeah, was, and when I killed it, it fell on her be- her side of the bed, and I had to scoop it out. It was a, the worst. It was I changed the, worst. the sheets and everything. It was just. A... Right. <laughs> okay. Here we go. I say we leave it uh, all. In. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Number four, Cotton Mather. Ooh, what Mather. can I do to be saved? That one was great. I love his story. I love his passion. I love his just, you've got to know Jesus or you're, you know, you're going to go to hell. That's, those are the two places. It's heaven or hell. And so many of you are not asking the most important question of your life, which is what can I do to be saved? His passion, his zeal, and his story. I think Cotton Mather does not get enough credit for He's being a more controversial one, trying. you know, in that, in that was, Puritan yeah. area. And we did an episode on our deep dives where we talked about mm. the Salem Witch Trials and Cotton Mather. So we did not... Uh, gloss over who he was, but I still loved his passion. I loved his sermon. You could really see that he cared about the people he was speaking to a lot. So definitely a good episode for people to check out if they haven't. Number four for me. All right. Number four for me is called Martyred Beside the Rhone. And that is, if you're thinking I said that wrong and it's the Rhine, it's not. I almost, I almost messed that up myself. But apparently there's another river in France. Uh, anyway, these are martyrs in Rome during the late 200s, and this was actually, it comes from a letter that was written to this historian guy named, uh, I think Eusebius, I think is how his name is pronounced. And so they were telling him, like, hey, this is what happened. Uh, you know, the, the emperor came along, and, you know, all these, these different uh, Christians were martyred in horrific ways um, at the Colosseum, and then it talks about basically, like, walks through how their faith was tested, the various ways that they died, and um, kind of the effect on the church as a whole. So it's uh, it's a really, I, I would say it's kind of a, I mean, it's a sadder episode because it's martyrs, but it's actually really cool too, because you can see the effect that like um, people who don't, who recant, kind of the, the effect that has not only on them, but on the people, you know, around them. And then, you know, do they, do they not, do they, do they go back and do they like, you know, try again kind of thing? Uh, that you'll have to watch to find out. So, or watch you to listen to find out. So, I'm going to do something to kind of take a little break here. We've gone through some episodes, but we asked you to write in and tell us some of your favorites. And Phil on Twitter and I did. We just kind of hand selected some here. We didn't go through all. I mean, we did read through all of them, but we're not going to read all of them to you. But Phil on Twitter, he said, Okay, Revive Thoughts, I believe my favorite episodes from this last year are as follows. And they said, All in any of the revived conversations, particularly last mm. week's, which was very nice. I think the one that we had done at that time last week's was Troy and Joel Talk St. Nicholas, mm. where we talked about St. Nicholas. That was a lot of fun. St. Nick. Uh, but we appreciate that. Honestly, the revived conversations were really uh, well-received. I didn't yeah. know how people were going to feel about them. They were an idea I'd had for a long time, but I, I just didn't know, like, does anybody actually want to hear our opinions and our thoughts on this stuff? Or are you here for only the sermons? And we found out that you do. You enjoy hearing yeah. our thoughts on church history, too, which was really nice. Uh, and then he said his other two favorites were, uh, and the reason I wanted to read this is I'm curious if this, if, if this will go into your list at all, Joel, but he mm. said his other favorite was John Newton from February... And D.L. Mm-hmm. Moody from July. Okay. Uh, Newton, What I, I had not considered. I mean, I, I love me some Newton. 
Um, Moody is always a contender for my list, just because I like Moody. I, I wasn't actually going to put him on this list, but I give him an <gasps> honorary position. Uh, I do like I do like our Moody though, uh, in general. But no, neither one of those officially on. The okay, list. I thought the Moody might have been on your list. That was why I saved it for it a usually later is, in there. I was like, it? I feel like usually Moody makes it to every year up until now. You've had Moody on there, so I was like, I and it would have if we didn't have so many other good ones too. Like it's it's, it's, it's hard to narrow them down now. Actually, and in the past we had done like a top ten, so it's really hard when you're doing just top five. You're like, okay, wait, I got to really. I mean, this is basically the top ten percent. This is not the easiest thing to do mm-hmm. uh, on over here. Elisa's smiling at me like, okay, you nerd. Um, anyway, so let's see then, Joel. What is your number three? Yeah, going down to three. Ugh, this is probably maybe a tie. I don't know. I really liked. I really liked R. A. Tori just because Tori was new for me. Uh, he did a sermon that we aired on May 20th called One of the Saddest Things a Christian Ever Said. Uh, but I also really liked our Machen we did this year. J. Gresham, Gresh, oh, man, Gresham so Machen, good. The Resurrection of Jesus Christ, uh, aired June 10th. Um, both those are really good. I, I, uh, Tori, you know, I knew the name on the radar, but I, this was my first time actually getting into who he was and and what he was about and uh for those of you who don't know over on revive devos we have a weekly devotion tories in rotation right now so you can hear two yeah. minutes of tory uh every week if you'd like um but this yeah tory is Major. why i had i was like you i had never heard of r.a tory and after this sermon i picked up a book of his and i read yeah it me too actually i actually have a book on my desk right now from r.a tory okay i have it here uh, so this is, this is a little, uh, it's a little pocketable book and it's called the Vest Pocket Companion for Christian Workers. And it's essentially just kind of like a, like a triage, uh, a theology, you know, like a triage thing that you're supposed to kind of like keep with you, like for like, you know, it's, it's the type of thing like an old pastor would, would have with him that, uh, could address theological topics that come up and he could, he could flip through and, and read some commentary from Tori on it. And it was, it was actually... A Christmas present, and I was like, "Awesome! I need some more Tory in my life." Oh, and you mentioned Jay Gresham H as a tie there. I want to mm-hmm. say that the sermon is fantastic, but the backstory on that one was so fun to do. Learning mm-hmm. about Jay Gresham H in World War One, and I've had so many people write in and say, "I did not realize." what he went through in his personal life story. So his story from World War One is almost completely unknown, but it really does change your perspective on Jay Gresham Machen. Though both of your episodes you mentioned were contenders for my top five list, and a part of me hurt to not put them on, um, but I was trying to stick to episodes that I thought maybe wouldn't necessarily be on your top five either. So for number three for me was actually Robert Murray McChain, Another Lily Gathered, which was the really Shame. sad story. Yeah of the young boy who died and Robert Murray McShane gave his funeral. It is a depressing sermon, it is a little bit sad, but it is also such a good sermon. The way he talks about his life, the way that young man lived for Jesus Christ, absolutely phenomenal. If you have not listened to that sermon, if you do not, not if you do not know Robert Murray McShane's backstory, both of those things are well worth it. You definitely got to go check them out. Okay, so for these next 3 and they're really just kind of a roll of the dice. I'm not going to say mm. that they're just really close. All right, so John G. Payton is my number three, and he actually has three episodes. So the very first one is called So Far As It Shall Be For Your Good and His, oh gosh, and His Glory. That's what it's called. And then there's number two, which is called With Christ and Cannibals. And then number three, 
is rain from below. And John G. Payton is one of those guys that he legitimately lived like 10 lives. Uh, and his autobiography goes on for years. And I mean, it literally goes on for years. But obviously, like, I mean, it's just, it's so long. <laughs> There's just so much that happens. Um, and it's, it's just really super, super incredible. Um, I mean, I don't even know. I've never, I've never had the desire to go to a cannibal island. Um, I don't, I don't know how many of those are left. But after seeing multiple people be cannibalized, he chose to go all the same. Um, and it's, it's just really, really, really cool. So I highly, highly recommend that one. This next one is for number two. But two. before we do that, I was going to read an email we got. So reading another listener submission here. Uh, we got an email from uh, a speaker of ours, actually. He does speaking for us. He's got an episode that will be coming out soon. But he said his favorite episodes... Uh, Number one was the Bonhoeffer one. He said he didn't listen to it when it came out, but he listened to it when we put it out around the Christmas time, and that is now his number one favorite episode. He really loved that one. His number two would be Hudson Taylor's Abiding in Christ, the mm-hmm. one you had mentioned. Very good episode. And his number three, I'm curious what which one you think this is, because he said your number three would be our discussion, the one you and I had, Joel, on how godly men in the past got so much done. And he said, I'm still stinging from that confrontation on my laziness. Um, and I'm really curious, and he said some other things, he's wonderful, we, we really appreciate him speaking for us, and all of our speakers, we haven't mentioned them yet, but one of the hardest parts about picking out the top 50 episodes is, for a year, is that we've had 50 different people come on and speak sermons for us, and we've had a few people do more than one, and those are actually the real champions, I can do a couple of different ones a year, but we are so blessed by people who come in and speak them, and uh, who have jumped in, we've had a lot of new volunteers coming on, it's been hard for me to get them all onboarded, but it's been awesome getting all these sermons out to fresh voices, and people who've been doing it for a while are also amazing, but yeah, we're really grateful for them, but I was curious, Joel, do you know which episode is the episode where we went after people's laziness, because we didn't have an episode title, like, lazy men of the, like, not right. lazy men of the past or something. Yeah, and I'm curious, I mean, I I definitely recall talking about that with you like we've had that conversation on the on the show i've probably more than once yeah i'm curious maybe it was in that uh that one where we just talked about flawed men uh in the church that's the one i thought so i thought it was the flawed men of the past but the creative one i thought the creativity one we also talked about all the different creative Mm. aspects they were doing so i thought it's possible it could have been that one as well but i do agree with you that was the one i wanted i thought it was as well it's the flawed men of the past which just talking about how these men were flawed and uh but but also how much they were able to do in their lifetime. So thank you, Chips. We appreciate that. And again, we appreciate you and all of the speakers that we've had this year speaking. You guys have been really good. Actually, really high quality sermons have come in this year. It's been very good. Joel, what's your number two, your second best, your runner up of the year? So I I also really enjoyed the revived conversations. Um, and so I'm going to I'm going to put it. See, we, we say like we're going to limit ourselves to five, but then I just put a bunch of ties in there. It's my way of cheating the system where I can put multiple ones <laughs> Actually, in there. Actually, okay, I have a three-way tie for number two, so I'm cheating too. Yeah, yeah. And so I really liked our uh, conversation on um, persecution in the church. I thought that was really informative. I thought that was really interesting. One of the few times where I feel like on the air you can kind of hear me changing my mind slowly uh, by the end of it. You know, I feel like we get uh, a little bit more on the same page. And I thought that was a really fun journey to, to kind of go on. Um, and definitely, I definitely think you guys should check it out. Uh, if you can, uh, Persecution, I believe, well, I'm trying to look it up, the, the exact title of it, Revive Conversations. Does persecution always grow the church is what, uh, 
is what that episode was titled. A fascinating discussion, and I also really dug our Saint Nick, even though I was sick as a dog. I actually wasn't really sick at that point, but I had no voice and I sounded awful and I didn't really talk as to try to not distract the, the viewer. Because I know each time I open up my mouth, the listener's going, oh my goodness, what, what, why does Jill sound so awful? It's true. But I even uh, had comments on Facebook like, hope you get better. Yeah. <laughs> but... <laughs> uh, but uh, really fascinating. I wish I wasn't sick so much because I had more questions to ask that I didn't. But um, super interesting. If you, I mean, I guess the, the the holiday season has is on our backside now. But um, if you ever, want I imagine to know, any good revived studios listener will come around every single year. Be and curious about Saint Nick who who the man of Saint Nick actually was. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Got, so my number two is is a, is also a tie. Um, it, it seemed wrong to not mention either of these episodes, and there, this is definitely where I'm cheating too. So I know what my number one is, and I don't know how to f- get both these guys in here. So Dietrich Bonhoeffer's sermon on forgiveness, mm. I really, really loved it. I understand why Chips put it as his number one. Um, it's a live sermon, which was really cool, and it just, I loved it. It was a great sermon, and yeah, I, I, I could not not mention that here this year. It was the first sermon we put out in 2021, but it was definitely wonderful if you've never listened to it listen to it some people have opinions on Dietrich Bonhoeffer you know I understand but listen to that sermon and I I promise you you will go wow that's an incredible sermon and then the other one uh this one is both extremely good and extremely unique and it's Sansom Occam's The Execution Mm -hmm. of Moses Paul I love the the build-up the backstory the whole setting of this guy preaching this at someone's execution and the sermon itself just very raw very passionate very authentic uh a wonderful episode we are blessed to make both of those yeah, I, that I one's definitely make sure you listen to them relatively recent november 11th was uh was samus Occam. definitely worth checking out and looking up uh on your on your feed here all right, unlike these two here, I did not cheat the system. My five <laughs> are my five. Uh, so my penultimate is Darlene Rose. The episode title is Never Forsaken. And I, this one, like, I mean, it's, I love them all. But this one has a special place in my heart because it was the first missionary biography that I ever, like, listened to on tape. I listened to her um, give her uh, kind of not an interview. What do they call those things? Speeches? What is the word I'm looking for here? Like a testimony? I don't know. She gave, yeah, yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. She gave a <laughs> testimony. Her life story. <laughs> um, and it was it was really, really cool. I listened to it over and over and over again. Um, so obviously that is, um, that is really, really special. She was a missionary to Papua New Guinea um, right before the, the breakout of World War II, uh, became a POW um, under Japanese, in a Japanese internment camp. Uh, and she has just a really, uh, really, really cool story. So that is my number two, Darlene Rose. All right. So jumping in here with some more. Again, we asked for comments, and we, here's a couple we're choosing from uh, r- from Facebook. This is going to be one for Revive Thoughts and one for Martyrs and Missionaries. Uh, ben Mullet said his favorite episode was Bonhoeffer on Forgiveness. So again, there's many people. You've heard multiple people mentioning mm-hmm. that one. So if you're a listener and you're wondering, hey, what episode did I need to check out? Maybe you've heard it there, but we need to check it out over there. And then for Martyrs and Missionaries, we had Cindy Mock. She sent in the link for the Amy Carmichael uh, episode, which is a fantastic episode. It is. It is actually quite good. Yeah. So if you have not listened to that one, those are great. So we enjoyed reading your comments, hearing the kind of episodes you all enjoy. And sometimes you surprise us. You know, I 
was not expecting to see the John Newton on someone's list, for example, and yet there it is. So the episodes that we sometimes think are our number ones are not always the ones that everyone else is going to think as well. So that's always kind of fun. Uh, And speaking of number one, Joel, Uh, what was your number one episode for 2021? Speaking of all this Bonhoeffer out in the out in the atmosphere, that's going to take the number one slot for for me, and it's it's actually <laughs> handy for the listener too because we just re ran that as a, as a our, our Christmas episode while Troy and I were out. So it's literally just the previous episode in this feed. If you haven't listened to it already, listen to it. It's it's a good one. It it really is, and and it came up on several different lists. So if you are listening, you can tell that is a, a well loved one. There's just something about it. And his his understanding of forgiveness, I think, is what we all kind of... You haven't listened to it, just go listen to it. There's no other way to describe it. I can't put into words what Bonhoeffer did. Uh, now, my number one, I did cheat. I said I didn't tie. I kind of did, and I kind of didn't. So I took... Because my number one slot, and this is actually surprising to me, because he actually has never made my number one slot before. We've done multiple episodes on him, but Charles Spurgeon is my guy of the year. I knew it was going to be Spurgeon. But the sermon and the episode are actually not, I don't, they don't match. So he has two, we did two episodes on him this year. The lecture on Little Faith, and we also did The Good Samaritan. Oh, both of them are fantastic, and, ba- and they're so good. But I love the backstory from the lecture on Little Faith, because at that point, we'd done six episodes. I thought we'd covered, like, everything there was to cover about Spurgeon. We'd covered depression, we'd covered his family, his ministry, everything. And yet that downgrade controversy that we went through on the lecture for Little Faith, oh my goodness, I learned so much. And we've had so many people write in or message and say, like, I needed to hear that. I appreciate hearing that so much. So if you haven't listened to that backstory, it was really good. And the sermon with it was also fantastic. But the sermon of the year for me for him was from him, and that was his sermon, The Good Samaritan, which I got to listen to live as a gentleman recorded it. He was uh, over the Spurgeon Center at the Midwestern uh, seminary, and he was reading it to me, and I was listening to it. It is such a good sermon, uh, The Good Samaritan. So you combine those two episodes, and I think you have the best The best one of the <laughs> Revive Thoughts catalog is Charles Spurgeon for the year. All right, Elise, uh, so the Prince wrap of Peters finally wins, so. Yeah, the yeah Elise, let's Peter. hear it. Number the one for Martyrs okay. Listeners. All right, so my number one, and if you are a devout listener to the show, this is going to come as, like, no shock at all. Uh, it would be Gladys Aylward is my number one. And we have, once again, like John G. Payton, there are three episodes. And so you do are... have more than one episode. <sighs> <laughs> I hope you wouldn't notice that, okay? I heard you earlier trying yeah. to be like, I don't tie. But anyway, it's a three-set series. No, no, here's the thing. Through. Mine are just so good. They have to come in three parts. So, okay. <laughs> Like Lord of the Rings, right? Exactly. That's right. A perfect trilogy. All right. So the first one here is called uh, One of God's Great Miracles. And actually, oh, they're all called the same thing. So it's one of God's great miracles, <laughs> part one, two, and three. Um, and I really enjoyed everything about her story. I enjoyed reading it. I enjoyed, like, just everything about it is is phenomenal. Um, I mean, I'm sure that a lot of people have, like, you know, watched the movie with, I think, isn't it Irene Dunn, I believe? Um, anyway, and, and that's that's good. That's fine. I'm not going to knock that. But the the book is is fantastic and so i go through the book and kind of like read it you know read it along and then i kind of summarize you know what i've read uh and it, it's just her story is just so 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 cool as she arrives in she's trying to get to china right during the first i think it's called the um what you call it the first sino japanese war in like 1905 uh and that in and of itself is just an incredible story about a really really terrible train trip 
um, that just goes keeps going south. Um, and then, you know, just kind of, kind of, she gets into China after that. And then there's, you know, all the, all the stuff that happens there with the foot binding and the war and the, just all sorts of crazy stuff. So Gladys Aylward is my number one. All awesome. right. So you heard it. And honestly, I listen to Mars Missionaries too. I, I mean, she puts the episodes together and that has me proof. Listen to them. Uh, so many good ones. I don't know how you pick a top five and you, I mean, for example, one that she didn't mention, Mary Slessor, just fantastic. So you may listen to our lists. If you are a listener, you love Revive Studios, or you've been listening to our episodes, you may not agree with our list. You can feel free to leave us some comments or tell us our messages. We obviously all love hearing messages from you all. It is extremely encouraging when we receive them from you, so we're very grateful. This has been a banner year. We are grateful to God because we know that we could not have had such an amazing year uh, without him blessing us. we couldn't. There's no way Elise and I could have moved to Cambodia and kept the studio going without uh, God just being with us. So we're very grateful for how this year went. 2021 has been awesome, and we are really looking forward to 2022. And I am looking forward to doing this again next year and seeing. I'm, I'm surprised, Joel. We didn't cross over at all this time, which was kind of fun. Um, yeah. And it's been fun having Elise on here to show us her top five, too. And from reading the comments and seeing the different people's episodes, it's just been a great year. I feel really good, as you can tell. So, yeah, that, this has been fun. <laughs> it's true. He's been talking nonstop for a week about, like, yeah, this is so exciting. Look at how much we're growing. Look at how, you know, all this <laughs> stuff. So, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, that's all I hear. Um, anyway, I wanted to Lucky give... Lucky her. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Every day. Okay. Um, anyway, one thing I wanted to talk about really quick before we sign off, and I, I kind of wanted to create a little bit of hype going into 2022, because we're kind of, you know, closing things down, you're maybe feeling like, you know, you're ready for 2022, you're kind of done with 2021. So the first episode back, and I think this will be maybe a a two-parter or so, is going to be about the Cambodian genocide. I actually was in the school library here, and, um, and I found this book called With Christ in the Killing Fields, and it's about a Korean guy who was not a believer when he came to Cambodia. He came to actually train soldiers in martial arts, the the national soldiers against the Khmer Rouge. And he became a believer, and then he starts an orphanage, and all these things happen. So I'm really excited about that, um, and I just wanted to, to plug that to get you excited for 2022. As always, thank you for listening to Martyrs and Missionaries. I'm Elise.